the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This station is not responsible for the problems that Mark may cause for the following. Wife's mother's daughters, ex-wives, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, stepmothers, daughters, and in-laws. If you find yourself agreeing with everything Mark says, please seek professional help. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Tom O'Kane sitting here to my right. Um, uh, uh, which, how should I say this? A, a good German boy? I'm just German. teasing you. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I had to think of, so I couldn't say Catholic because O'Kane could easily be Catholic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what can I say? It's of, the greenest. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just teasing you. Anyway, Tom O'Kane from Action Auto sitting here next to me. And we've got a full board, and I, but I got to do something real quick. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been be- rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil? is one of the gods of transmission services, transmission repairs, transmission diagnosis. They'll drive your car for free. They've been at 40th Street in Washington forever. So if you've ever gone up and down the street side of Washington, then you've passed Automatic Transmission Exchange called ATE. They're open on Saturday for half a day. They're a good place to stop by and have somebody, an expert, drive your car. Let's go to the phones. Chris, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Oh, yes, Mark. Uh, I have a 99 Dodge Ram half-ton pickup truck. Okay. It's a 5.9 liter. Okay. And when I drive, try to drive it, uh, I mean, it starts up fine, you drive it down the road, and you may get five miles, you may go two days. And then it, it'll just die. Shuts mm-hmm. off. And in the, in the odometer reading... On the digital uh, mileage, yes, it says no bus. Okay. All righty. Well, someone's going to have to track that down. Have you guys done one of those? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. So no bus. Tell me quickly. The- well, well, the bus is the communication port. Okay. Through the computer system that's in that truck. Okay. And it's time to get in there and start testing the computer. It the bus. Let me let me think of it this way. It's a school bus with window wires going in and out of every window. Okay, right. that's exactly what, and, right. and then so we have to go in there, and we have to just figure out which circuit's bad. Now, most of the time, it's a bad connection someplace. It could be a bad part. It could have lost this distributor signal. It could have easily lost the distributor. It could have lost a power or ground leg. So you have to go in, and you do that. It's not something that you can wiggle as you drive down the road. Right. You, this is going to take work. So you're, I'm going to, I'm going to do it first. I'm going to ask you to. I'm going to ask the customer to authorize between 70 and 125 on the front side, but I'm going to warn them that it could go much further. I'm also going to tell them that it's entirely possible that it's going to cost $227 to find it and a buck to fix it, just because it's a bad connection. And in a lot of times, those situations, the the testing is the repair. Yes. 
That's, you know? that, that's a good way to put it. Uh, so you just don't know what you're up against until you get in there. But, you know, with uh, electronics, computer systems, 1999, getting old, you do have a lot of connection issues, a lot of corrosion that could occur. Right. You know, how many times have the battery cables been cut and spliced and spliced and twisted and wired back together? So that's all part of it. You know, if the alternator charging system is putting out too much trying to accomplish it, it likes to blow up modules. Yep. See, the, the regulator watches the battery voltage, and if the battery voltage drops down below 12, then the, it tells the alternator, hey, we got a problem. So the alternator is going to amp up, and if it doesn't see it move off of 12, the alternator might run wild for a while to see if it can charge the battery. Meanwhile, we have a bad battery connection or somewhere else, a power lead, a power leg somewhere that's not working. And so the alternator just wipes itself out trying to charge a battery that actually it's not connected to. The right. regulator's lying. Right. So you're no bus there, and there's nothing that we can punch into the computer that's going to tell us where your problem's at, because it could be one of 20, 30, 40, 50 different places. So you're going to have to find, what part of town do you live in? Oh, I live up in Surprise. Okay. Uh, do I? Tom Fletcher? Yeah, Fletcher. I think that Tom at Thunderbird Auto, which is Thunderbird and 88th Avenue up in Peoria, might be one of your best shops. He's up in your area. He's the only uh, uh, mechanical shop I know. And um, I think that you would probably stop by and talk to him. And I think that oh. would be good. If you don't already have a shop, I would like to suggest Thunderbird Auto. Okay? Okay. Do. All right. Thank All you, Chris. Right, thanks. You betcha. Sean, you're up next. Sean, how can we help you? Hey, Mark. I am on a uh, test drive um, since Friday. Did we lose you? Sean? Your EcoBoost. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean. Might be on a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sean, let me let me tell you, in case you have your radio on, you're, you're breaking up really, really bad. I'm going to have Gil put you on hold until you get to a hey, better Mark, spot. Hey, Mark, you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I love the show. Hey, I'm on a, um, I've been lucky enough to get a vehicle um, from the dealership uh, to test drive since Thursday. And I'm going to return it uh, late this afternoon. Uh, it's a 2016 Ford 2.7 liter um, EcoBoost uh, twin turbo. I just wanted your opinion on the on the truck, and have you seen anything come into your shop, um, any kind of consistent problems with this vehicle? Or, Well, I can answer that real quick. Are you going to pull anything with it? No, not really. Good. Then you'll I, really I, like it. You'll really okay. like it. It's a rocket ship. You know, I want to tell you, though, I'm going to tell you up front, I'm not a Ford fan. My wife okay. bought a Ford, and we're in divorce proceedings right now. <laughs> but uh, he, he, the, the fact of the matter is, is that twin turbo, first of all, they came out with the EcoBoost with one turbo, and now they added a second turbo. That's a monster motor. It's going to go really fast. If you back out of the throttle and keep the RPM as low as you can and don't start shifting that automatic transmission, you're going to get great fuel economy, and you're going to be happy with the power. The problem is, is that twin turbo, each one of those turbos is probably in and out, parts and labor, because it's probably going to be $1,200. However... If you change your oil based on what your manual says and you don't throttle it to the floor on a grade that's 10 miles long and smoke the turbo, you'll be just fine. If you're going to climb a hill, just let the car work. Don't force it and don't try to make it go faster. If you're going up the hill at 81 miles an hour with three-quarter throttle, it's a bad idea to throttle it all the way to the floor and go from 83 to 84. 
back off the throttle till you drop an RPM or a, a mile per hour, and then hold on to that speed. Okay? Oh, great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? Mark, I've got an O2 Chevy Blazer with 205,000 miles, and I'm getting a grinding noise coming from the left front tire, and I jacked it up, and I grabbed the wheel at the top and the bottom, and it feels like there's a lot of play in there. So I think maybe I have a bad front hub. Would you agree with that? Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I agree with that. Okay. The, the movement is, is you have to isolate exactly where that movement is. Okay. But with the grinding noise and that, you know, certainly you got the brakes and everything else you need to inspect, but I think you're on track oh, with the hub. Okay. So the rest of my issue is... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you can jack up the, the driver's side, you can certainly jack up the other side. And I would want to know how much plays on the other side. I'd want to know that. Then I'd also want to know from you that this noise you've got on a sweeping right turn at 45 or higher, so like you go through a, 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 an entrance ramp where you're going to transition from the 17 to the 10, or something like that. So you're going a sweeping right, does the noise change? A sweeping left, does the noise change? Because if it changes, it's the hub. It's one of the bearings in the hub. There's no question about that. But if it doesn't change on a sweeping uh, higher speed left turn or a sweeping higher speed right turn, it may not be the hub. And if it is the hub, it could be both bearings are wiped out. Right. And if that's the case, you're going to have a whole lot more play on the driver's side than you're going to have on the passenger side. So that's kind of my answer, our answer. So, sorry. So the rest, in December of 2014, when I had 175,000 miles, a shop that I frequent charged me $404 for a pair of front hubs. Okay. And two hundred and sixty-three dollars to remove and replace both, and repack and adjust the bearing. So that was um, thirty thousand miles, and three years ago. Okay. So, All right. So what we're talking about? Hang on. We're talking about this isn't a sealed hub assembly. This is going to be a rotor with back and front bearings because he's talking if about he's, if he's packing and greasing. Then yeah, I, both of us. I was a little confused. I was thinking he had a, a sealed hub with inner and outer bearings, but it's not serviceable, so you replace the whole hub. Let me ask you a question: Does the hub include a rotor, or does this hub does it include the four-wheel drive hub lock? What does the hub mean? Um, and I'm thinking it's the hub lever that locks or unlocks your four-wheel drive. Yes? No? It's two-wheel drive. Oh, okay. Well, that answers that. They said, okay, it's a Prano hub, front bearing, and hub assembly. And it was $404 for a pair. Okay, so they're, they're sealed hubs. Right, they are sealed hubs. Yeah, they are sealed hubs. So um, I, they are that much money. Um, they are uh, for a good quality part. Right, you, they do have Chinese parts that are a lot less money. They do. And the sin, and I'm not suggesting this shop did this, but the sin is is that these offshore parts the cheap ones with no name on the box and the ones that we see out there. Um, it's, it's, it's something that upsets me, and privately it upsets me, that we buy the cheap one and we charge the, the top dollar price. Right. In, in your case, I think what you're asking, yeah, what, what you're asking is, is 30,000 miles in three years. Uh, you're faced with that. What are you going to do? What are we dealing with tires? Do we have oversized tires? No, stock. Everything's stock. stock. So it seems to me that we have a product that didn't hold up. And and yeah, but what is your normal um, warranty? We go three thirty six on everything. Okay, we fine. Then what, that, the, what the factory came with is what we go with. Okay, and and we don't. We're less. So in in my case, 
if he had been in and out a lot of times, and I know that 30,000 miles, I had hoped it would go better. If I put a TRW hub in there, I'm going to ask them if they're going to help me on this. I'm going to ask my parts store if they're going to help me on this. If they'll provide the part, I can provide the labor. We're going to work together. Absolutely. If it's a first-time customer and I didn't, well, we, it, it doesn't matter be. at that point. If, if, if we have a product failure or we have a product failure, right. we take care of it. We deal with it. So that's the answer is, is it depends on their warranty. And how you want to find that out is, is before you take it back, call them up and ask them. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know who you are. So if you do front-end work on, on my vehicle, then what kind of warranty do you have? And, it, and then get the name of the guy. I talked to Mark, and he was on your front counter, and he said that you have a 336, so I'm underneath that. So can we, can we, can we take a look? It's also possible that he's misdiagnosed it. I mean, he oh, says that there's a shake yeah. in it, but until we f- go to the other side, we really don't know. But that's the answer. The answer, Bobby, is is go give them a chance. I would go in and say, would you look at it again and see if your part held up? And then they're going to say yes or no. And then you're going to say, is this anything that you can help me warranty with? Because 30,000 miles, the first one lasted a whole bunch more than that. I had hoped the second one would give me that kind of service. Could you check with your vendor and the maker of the part and see if there's any consideration you can give me? Because if they tell you it's one year and 12,000 miles, one year and 15,000 miles, you're asking them to reconsider consider that's an that's an acceptable thing all righty bob aaron and steve you guys stay there because you're going to be in the next two callers we're going to be back right after this i donald john trump do solemnly swear a new era has started in america and with it a new attitude outlook and feeling of purpose it's going to be only america first can president trump deliver on his promises from the campaign and will the democrats come around and get on board or just be a roadblock One thing's for sure, it will be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us, it's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure. Sure, Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. 
Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. The mechanic raised up from under my hood. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Tom O'Kane from Action Auto is sitting to my right. He's at Deer Valley and I-17 Northwest Corner. BMWs. Do you like BMWs? Well, I have an individual there at our shop that loves them. And and that's the real key. I have a Ford guy, and he just, and so you give him all that. But we wait until they've been with us for two or three years before we start, at least I did, before we start saying, he's this good. This is the guy, yeah. This is the guy, because it takes us that long to develop credibility. Right. Um, how long has your guy been with you? Oh, he's been there a couple, three years. Okay. Yeah. Eddie came to me, and he said, he said to me, I almost fell asleep during the interview. You were asking me really stupid questions. And I said, that's because you were so advanced. I was unused to that. You've been with me 28 years. But the first three years, it took me to figure out that he really knew what he was talking about. So, I mean, this guy can ch- cite chapter and verse on Fords. He can talk about the difference in all the components on a Mustang between a six-cylinder has this and a V8 has that. And I don't even know any of that. So it's good to have those kinds of guys. Great. Anyway, when we talk about guys that are really, really good, S&S Tires is on the west side. They have three locations, Peoria, Sunrise, Surprise, I should say, and Goodyear. They offer a really comprehensive line of tires and many different brands. So you pull in. They'll look at your size. Then you can say to them, I'd like good, better, best. They'll make three estimates for you. They'll tell you how much you have to write your check for before they start. They'll have mounting and balancing and FETs and cores and all the taxes. So you can then look at the three prices and decide what you want. So if you're leasing the car and you're going to turn it in in a week, you might want to go with the least expensive. If your wife is, and you love your wife, by the way, if you love your wife and she's going cross country, maybe you get the most expensive. So I don't know, but I can tell you the very few places in town that that can match S&S Tire for tired lines and different brands. So there's three locations in the Valley. One more time, West Valley, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear, S&S Tire Auto Service. Uh, Aaron, uh, did did you say Aaron is still there? Aaron? Aaron. It, I'm it, yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, sir. Okay, I have a 03 Land Rover Discovery with like 96,000 miles on it. And in August, my battery went dead. So I, I unplugged the battery, and I've had it parking since August. So yesterday I went and bought a battery. It's turning over, but it's not starting. 
I'm wondering where should I start? Um, I say you start with start spark and fuel. Because you're... Spark? You got to go to the basics. You yeah. got to look for electricity and got to look for fuel to get into the engine. You know, when a, when a car sits for an extended period of time, fuel pumps are little motors that sit down inside the fuel tank. They like to stop working if they're not working. And I, I agree 100% with, with Tom. This is this is something that, that us cowboys do. Um, have you got a, pro, a, a can of propane in your garage? You know, there's one of those little torches or something like that? I don't. Okay. How about carburetor cleaner, brake cleaner? Any of that in a spray can? Yeah, I got some brake, brake okay. spray. Take them out. Take that big air hose off the front of the engine. Open up the throttle blades and give it about a four-second squirt. Then hit the can. See if it starts. If it starts and runs for a second and dies, you're you got a fuel problem and you it's don't a have a spark problem. problem but for, now, I can I want to tell I you, the, I want to tell you about us cowboys. Okay. Uh, I, Tom said, and I agree with him, that fuel pump in the tank after 100,000 miles could easily be the problem. I, I want you to do this. If it starts and runs and dies, then it is a fuel thing. I want you to have somebody turn the key on, and be, in the first three seconds, I want you to crawl underneath the car, and I want you to take your fist, and I want you to beat on the bottom of the tank as hard as you can for the first three to five seconds where the key is on. Not in the start position, but just on. I want you to beat on that tank as if you're trying to punch a hole in it. And then right. t turn the key off and turn it on, count to five, turn the key off, turn it on, count to five, and it may start. And if it now does, I then you... That would the fuel pump, right? Yeah, you're beating on the tank because the fuel pump's in the tank. Gotcha. So, now, yeah, but, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, live, I live in the West Valley. Do you know of a, uh, a, a mechanic that's not going to, like, kill me on Land Rover price, but well, that knows what they're doing? Uh, Tom has a comment. Go ahead. I'm going to talk about Land Rover prices. What I was getting back to is don't start beating on the gas tank until you try the carb spray down the right. intake. Right. Let's let's try to isolate whether it's a fuel problem or a, an electrical problem. I, I agree with you. I, I, I'm sorry. I should have been clear about that. Yeah. If, if you add fuel, and you, if you artificially inseminate the engine with other fuel and it starts, runs, and dies... That we tells us the spark system is good, so we're going to go to a fuel. As far as your Land Rover is concerned, a good friend of mine just gave me a bill the other day for $4,000. I have that bill. Um, they charged them $1,400 worth of labor on the brake job. They replaced all the rotors and all the, uh, the hubs and all of the calipers and all the pads. And so I bid that blindly, and I can tell you that my, my estimate on the parts was about the same as the Land Rover, but my estimate was $800 less on the labor. So wow. I beat their estimate by $800 on the labor. I want to make that clear. Listen, on the labor, the parts right. were pretty close to one another. So I was buying from them some of the parts from them. I got I got some you know, I got some brake parts from someplace else too. But our price is pretty well close. There wasn't 10% difference between their total prices and mine. And I think you'll find that at, at a lot of shops. On the, as far as the west side is concerned, um, I'm going to send you to Larry Harker's on 38th Avenue in Indian School and have talk to Bob there and ask him if he wants to take that on. Your, your, your Land Rover or Land Ranger or whatever the heck you got, it's a car just like everything else we work on. It's got hydraulic brakes and it's got calipers, and we, we know how to apply our knowledge to that. So uh, the only problem on your car is going to be two times and maybe three times more money than anything else out there because they're so proud of their doggone parts. So Yeah, that's the problem. 
All righty. Well, good luck to you, Aaron. Thank you very much. Steve, you're up next. Steve, how can we help you? Uh, lines are open. Steve dropped in. Steve, I'm sorry, but if you call back in, we'll give you a preference. 602-508-0960. You're welcome to call in. All five lines are busy, and I can hear Gil, which is our, our engineer. Can you hear him snoring in the background? Well, when you say Gil, I start thinking about fishing. Oh, no, I understand that. I understand that. And, you know, we'll talk about that if we don't have a caller, because I don't fish. I've never fished, but you fish your whole day, a whole life. And I want to talk about simple stuff like what, is, what does it mean, 12-pound test? Well, what does it mean when, I mean, how big's the f- biggest fish you ever caught lengthwise? How, how big? Oh, I would just under 50 inches. 50 inches. Yeah. All right, how much did well, that? I shouldn't say that for what I go after. Okay, and what yeah. was that? A muskie. A muskie. And could you tell if it was a boy or a girl? Well, Absolutely. Okay, how do you know? I mean, are you looking at their private parts or no, what? No, yeah, <laughs> the, the girls seem to be a little bit more heavy. Oh, okay, okay, so, all right. We'll leave that alone. Yes. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Do they both look the same? Yes, they do. Okay, and so you grab a muskie, and what kind of test line do you have on a 50-inch muskie? I run a 60-pound. And how I, much I does that fish weigh? Oh, that was probably only 20 pounds, 20, 30 pounds. So you're using a 60-pound test for a 20-pound thing why they they uh they have very sharp teeth okay and their gill plates okay are very sharp like razors okay and if you run your line across that it'll snap real quick all right so i actually use a wire it's called spider wire okay so really when you get the muskie up close to you do you like i see fishing shows where they stick their thumb in the muskie's mouth or the fish's mouth and then they hook their fingers around and they pick up and they show the you don't do that with a muskie no we don't do that with them <laughs> They're like a freshwater barracuda-looking fish. Seriously? Yeah. 50 inches. Do you eat them? No. No. You don't eat them? No. Nah, you take Are a they picture. terrible? No. I wouldn't say that. I don't I don't know. I, you know, you hear reports that some people absolutely love them, and some people say they're terrible. Are it's, they predators? They are. They eat everything they else. They are the apex predator in the lakes, yeah. Because if yeah. if I was 50 inches and weighed 200 pounds and I had a, I'm, I'm envisioning a big snout with a lot of teeth, yep. I'd be a predator too. It's either eat or be eaten, one That's or the right. other. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. It's in the same way in the automotive industry. Either you eat or you get eaten. One That's or right. the other. So give us a call, 602-508-0960. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. (laughs) 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, our guest host will be attorney David Rothschild, who will examine the reason that the peace process with the Palestinians remains as elusive as ever. It's a show you do not want to miss. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. All about that theme and automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Tom O'Kane from Action Auto at I-17 in Deer Valley Northwest Corner. Northwest. And uh, likes BMWs, is very certified, very good in BMWs, but you pretty much take everything from A to Z. Is there cars that you shy from? Tractors. Okay, tractors is fair enough. Yeah. You know, I want to bug you real quick, though, because... I'm, I'm, I know what, what, what women are thinking because you're catching these big predator fish, and then um, you're not eating them. So um, is, is that really a, a thing to do? Well, you get a photograph, you let them go, and you catch them again next oh, year. Oh, you forgot the let them go part. Oh, yeah, we don't hurt those fish. You don't hurt them. No. But, but, but they have 
teeth after teeth after teeth. Rows of teeth. Rows of teeth. Needle sharp teeth. And so how do you, what do you do? Pick him up by his arm? Well, no, you get him by the gill plate. Okay. Do, do you stick your fingers in there, Gil? With and, a glove. Oh, with a glove. Yes. Okay. Is it a leather glove or is it a welding it's glove? It's like a neoprene type of a glove. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you catch him and you let him go. And right. what do they eat? They eat everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they, they eat the birds. They eat the fish. They eat the turtles. They eat everybody they can eat. They can do. So they're not good for eating. So they're just... Oh, I wouldn't say that. It's just... You don't. When you have an apex predator, you might as well respect them and... Get a photograph. Okay, what's an apex predator? He's the top of the food chain. Oh, okay. Are humans considered apex predators? Not in the water. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to clarify that. Apex predator it covers the water. Covers the water of the lake that we're fishing in. Okay. Yes. Well, I can tell you, I've got a couple of sisters that I could put in that water, and they would be apex predators. They I would like to see the gills <laughs> yeah. on that. No, no. I'm telling you, they're meaner than junkyard dogs. They're uglier than junkyard dogs. Oh. And and they and they chew up men and spit them out for fun. So a 50-inch muskie that weighs 20 pounds, they'd swim with them, grab a hold of them, put them in a headlock, squeeze their eyes out, and be done with it. Okay. I don't really like my two sisters. You like sisters. digging holes. No, I don't like my sisters. That's the issue. All righty, let's go to the phones. 602-508-0960. Jake, we know you're there. How are, how are you, and how can we help you? Yeah, I have a 2015 Jeep Patriot, and okay. uh, lately it's been, when I start the car, it starts revving up to about the two for a while, and uh, when I'm driving, it started... Uh, giving like a jerk it doesn't happen all the time but maybe once a day it'll just kind of like jerk as i'm you know driving down the freeway or something i was wondering if maybe you guys had an idea of what that could be how about is the check engine light coming on no 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 lights are coming on um i'm due for an oil change pretty soon but that's about it okay I don't. We're in the change of season right now, so I'm not real concerned about the this idle up issue because I think. Well, I can tell you for sure that the computer looks at the temperature, and the computer will t- set the idle based on the temperature. So, and that actually started right as it started to cool down. Okay. Right? When, it, when it started. As long as it it takes the idle up, which fast warms the engine, and I would say within the first one or two miles, maybe three at the most, you're going to get a normal idle at the next stop sign. And so that's how long it's going to take that motor to warm up. Now, if you had a situation where you said, no, Mark, I, I drive for 20 minutes and I still have a fast idle, then either the thermostat's stuck wide open or the coolant sensor's bad or something like that. Intake leaks, who In, knows? That's yeah. right, intake leaks or something like that. As far as the hiccup that's going on, I want to tell you, without a check engine light, which means the computer hasn't recognized it, I would say to you, if you were my neighbor... I wouldn't say it in front of a whole lot of shop owners, but I would say to you, why don't we wait till it gets worse? Because I think you're going to spend a lot of money chasing this down, and nobody may chase it down. So I think you ought to wait till it gets worse. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if it might be the transmission kind of slipping or something. Well, I think uh, you should have somebody maybe take a look at it to isolate and see if it is a transmission issue. Because you don't want you don't want you don't want that to get worse. Yeah, it doesn't happen all the time. It's just maybe once a day if it does, and it'll just happen once, and it doesn't do it for the rest of the day. All right, I got a suggestion for you. This is what I want you to do. I want you to take control of the transmission. I want you to manually shift it. So when you come up to a light, I want you to put it in first, and I want you to pop it into second, pop it into third, and pop it into overdrive or whatever the shift prindle says. Okay. But 
But if you say, if I avoid going to fourth or fifth gear and this hiccup is gone, then, yeah, we would look at the transmission because that's the difference. But if the hiccup's still there and the fluid's not burnt, then we can move on to something else. So that's how I would handle that. All righty. Thank you very okay. much, Jake. Thank you. You betcha. You betcha. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six. When we come back, we're going to change this to a fishing show, I think. We're going fishing? Yeah, we're going to talk about because I don't fish. Um, the only fishing I've ever done is with dynamite. You know, throw it in a pond and they all float to the top. And I was teasing you I about I think... Uh... That leaves a TNT taste in the fish. <laughs> it does. It yeah. does. It, oh, you don't eat them. <laughs> well, it depends you know, on the fish. Uh, if you don't want them in the pond, then you. I'm just teasing you, of course. But I've I, I've fished maybe once or twice in my life, and and frankly, I I wouldn't. I don't know what crankbait is. I don't. I, I know what a lure is. I know what a hook and bait is. But I don't really. If, I've just never had time to fish. I've really never had the patience to fish. You know, if I throw it out three or four times and nobody bites, I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I'm on to something else. But I know you fish your whole life. Well, it's relaxing. And and I, and that's what I want to talk. I want to talk, we already talked about the biggest fish, so let's talk about, you know, some of the other ones. And which ones do you eat for, in Wisconsin where you go? Oh, well, there's just like here, crappies and smallmouth bass and the walleyes. And... Okay. All right. So those are the ones you take home. Or you can certainly t- you can turn back in. Okay. Depends if I got a person that wants to cook and clean fish oh okay so so, if, <laughs> so my wife doesn't go <laughs> so if there's if so this is a really a man cave yes it is it's this remote is, it's a remote they don't even have cell service you said they we're off the grid pretty okay. much do you have power electricity yes we do have electricity okay all right so so you go there and you fish and is the water like within sight oh absolutely okay so you hop in your boat and you go out there are you with somebody else Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes, and, no. All right. And so you, what's plan B if all of a sudden the boat springs a big leak or a big muskie jumps in with you and bites your toes off? What, what, what's plan B? Well, there is no plan B. It's you got to play it as it goes. <laughs> okay. There's no plans. Okay. You don't have a gun in there? No, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> do these guys jump in? These 50-inch, 20-pound muskies with big teeth or three rows of teeth, do they jump in your boat? No. Okay. All no. right. They're, they don't jump out of the water or anything? No. I'm telling you, I don't know nothing about fishing. So you, you've allayed a few of my fears, but, you know, I'm nope. not going to be sticking my thumb in anybody's <laughs> no. mouth. You invite them in and I don't treat them nice and send them on their way. <laughs> All right. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. 
Everyone knows it's hard to stop a train, but even the best equipment available still has wear and tear parts, and let's face it, this is Phoenix. Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to tell you that when you buy a top quality train system from us for a residential application, not only do you get a warranty of at least 10 years on the parts, we also include an extended 10-year labor warranty that includes refrigerant, parts exchanges, and Freon recovery with no co-pays or deductibles. Most companies offer a standard two-year labor warranty and may not cover refrigerant, diagnostics, or parts exchanges. And after two years, you may be on the hook for thousands if a compressor or coil fails. At Benefit, our goal in selling you the best train equipment is to ensure your peace of mind in knowing that should something go wrong, you're covered. Just call us and we'll come fix the problem. Call Benefit today to see how we can provide you with the best train system with a hassle-free 10-year warranty that will leave you feeling comfortable and secure. 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229. Or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of choosing Benefit Air. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Well... Well, welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem and Tom O'Kane here. Tom runs Action Auto, a BMW kind of shop, but does everything. Oh, no, Chevrolets, Fords, Acuras, yep. Toyotas, Hondas, all that kind of stuff. Nevertheless, I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. If you live in that North Deer Valley area, then Tom's been around a long time. If you don't have a shop, I would suggest that you go buy for an oil change, kind of introduce yourself, and uh, see how they treat you. Because that's what I tell everybody, including people that want to come to my shop so it, it makes a difference but that's what we do air park auto services in north scottsdale nadine's been running air park auto service for a long time nadine and stacy were married and uh, and they were friends of mark and renee and we all kind of grew up together but stacy passed away but nadine stayed at air park auto she's really a strong woman she's really she knows the difference between right and wrong and no technician is going to run roughshod over nadine so if you're looking for a shop that's owned and operated by a lady a woman then certainly Air Park Auto. They're up just south of Bell. They're on Rain Tree, just east of Hayden Road. And they've been around a very long time, and they've been on my best car repair shops list for a very long time. And they're very capable of trucks and cars and probably motorhomes, I'm sure of motorhomes, and a lot of other stuff. So if you're in that area and you don't have a shop, then remember this, Air Park Auto Service on Rain Tree, just east of Hayden in the northeast area of, uh, of Scottsdale. Hank? Good morning to you. How can we help you? Hey, how you doing? I really appreciate your show. You guys do such a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've learned so much and impressed all my friends with all the knowledge that I've gathered from you all. <laughs> it's okay with us. <laughs> hey, we learned it from somebody else. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I just want to say I work with Action Auto. I've brought many of my vehicles over there. And, well, and thank you. Um, I mean, your team does such a great job. And you talked earlier about the folks at the front desk and you know, my wife just loves Joe. She's like, Joe's the greatest. He's the best. <laughs> okay. Now, this he, is, I want to know if this last, he didn't say his name, and he, and his name is Hank, but he, he, I'm just wondering, is his name Hank O'Kane? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, obviously, I, I'm, I'm suggesting that he's your brother, but I'm just joking. Yeah. No, uh, no, not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I just appreciate everything that Action Auto's done, and, you know, Tom, yeah, like well, we interacted. You know, we try. Directly. We try. That yeah. that's that's a nice call. That's a nice yes, call. Thank, thank you. you for taking that time, yeah. um, because 
we do believe that, I don't know what the percentage is, but there is a, a, a double-digit percentages of shops that have their interests in front of their customers. There are certainly some shops out there that have the customer's interest in front of their own financial or otherwise issues. Yeah. So we, we recognize that. So to have somebody like this call in, I'm going to cut that out for you, too. Okay? I'll All cut right. that out of the tape. Well, Hank, thank you very much. Oh, thank you, you very bet. much. Yeah, so... You know, uh, I guess the a technical question is that we've been by with my uh, mother-in-law who, who passed recently and brought her Impala by, and we've, I think we've done the, 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 uh, the windows on the left side uh, probably four times with the apertures, and, and then we have another one. I think we're coming by on Monday to drop the car off. So, uh, yeah. I, so I'm just wondering, you know, with those apertures, and, and I mean, I know they break all the time, uh, does the OEM or the replacement parts, do they ever kind of make those better? or? Well, they try to stay with the original design. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I want to tell you something. Let me step in front of you on this. I just spent a week in Las Vegas, and, and I'm going to tell you, Hank, that no, no part of your car is made by Chevrolet. Right. Not a single part. There is no such thing as a manufacturer. I can tell you that I'll give you a Ford because that's the one I really worked on in, in, in Las Vegas during the show. Uh, Ford has Bendix brakes. It has Goodyear Continental hoses. It has Champ oil filters. It has a, a Hitachi starter and alternator. It has a mass airflow sensor made by Nippendenzo. Right. And Hitachi is certainly not an American company. So uh, the car is assembled in the United States, Canada, or Mexico, but all these parts come together. So I, I'm going to tell you unequivocally we can buy the same part somewhere else, but on a door regulator, sometimes we're stuck because no aftermarket says that's a 1% or part. Right. So the aftermarket guys go, we're not going to build that thing because it's going to be a 1%er. So yes. then we're stuck with the with the dealer. Um, it. I'm going to blame it on... It, is your is your wife listening, Hank? Uh, no, I don't think she is unless she's driving and <laughs> <Okay>. listening, perhaps. <laughs> um, I, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. And when you're talking about window regulators, it's steel cables pull, or wrapped around plastic pulleys. And yeah. Right. So it's it's just a matter of going back in and seeing what happened. Right. See if the weld broke, see if a bolt came loose, or if we left a bolt loose, or if the cable broke. But let me tell you about it, window motor, real quick. I'm up in Pace, and I'm having a bunch of uh, cowboy buddies, and we're having lunch. And one of them's complaining because his Ford has a window that won't go down. So I said, okay, fine. No, I'm sorry, it won't go up. It won't go up. He says, you know, driving around, it's really cold. Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cried like a baby, you know. You're a little girl. That I say stuff that's meaner than that. So I said, you know, when we get done, I'm going to go out there and fix your car. And if I fix your car and make that window go up, I want you to give me five bucks. And he says, there's no way you're going to do that. And I said, okay, well, we'll find out. He goes, no, 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 I'll bet you $5 you can't. So if you do, it's $5 to you. And if not, you pay me. I go, fine. His name is Daryl. I'll tell you his name. His name's Daryl Floyd. Okay? So we walk outside. He'll tell the truth. And where he's got this big red Ford, and he's on the search and rescue. He's my hero. I really, really respect him. So I open up the driver's door, and I says, "Go over there, turn the key on, and hold that window button up." And I hit that door on the inside, hard as I could, and the window went up. Yeah. And and he goes, "How did you know?" And I said, "Well, sometimes the brushes at the back of the motor just need a little bit of jarring." He right. goes, "Did that fix it?" And I go, "No, it didn't fix it. <laughs> it just, just got the window to go up. It's, it just got the window to go." So I said, "Give me my five bucks." And I says, "Now here's the second part of the deal. Every time you fix somebody's car, you have to collect five dollars, and it comes to me." So then, a month later, we're sitting around, and there's another Daryl, and he goes, "You need to ask Daryl Floyd. He fixed somebody's window, and he's got five dollars of your money." <laughs> So he did give me the $5, and he admitted. He says, I look like a hero. 
you know, but it's that's worked so many times for me. And I said to my techs, that's the easiest diagnosis thing in the world is just go hit the door panel hard. Of course, you don't want to damage <laughs> right. the car, right. but just hammer on the door panel. So anyway, anyway, thank you very much, Hank. Yeah. You did a good job. Yeah. I appreciate that. All righty. Let's go to Jay. Jay, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah. Hi there, Mark. Um, yeah, enjoy your stories there. I, I, I would I would qualify hitting that door panel with uh, hitting it on the inside rather than the outside. Is that how you do it? Oh, no, in the inside. The door panel is yeah. on the inside because if I hit the door on the outside that hard, I would, I would have bent the door and I would have I would, had a big I would agree with that. Right. I just thought maybe we should clarify that. Yeah. Especially <laughs> on a Ford. Uh, yeah. don't, don't say that. That's going to bring down hell on me. <laughs> All righty. Go ahead, Jay. Well, I've got a question on a Kia Sorento 2011 model, and I don't know if this is kind of uh, uh, out of the box where you folks no. uh, it's a, kind of a body-related issue, but the rear seats on the right-hand side, on the passenger side, the rear tumble-forward seat on these have a known uh, real issue with the release button hanging up, and you cannot roll the seat back. You can't put the back rest forward or back, and then you can also tumble the seat forward to get access to the third row seat. Okay. Is that a mechanical opera apparatus or an yes. electrical? Okay. It's mechanical. Okay. Strictly mechanical. It's got a cable going from the release lever on the top of the seat back, and you're simply you normally should be able to pull that up to release the seat. It tips forward. Okay. It's got a ratcheting kind of a gear mechanism in the pivot point at the bottom of the seat. Yeah, we understand. Um, we understand. Okay. So, so sometimes it's very difficult to either raise or lower the seat. Uh, well, it's impossible when that thing locks up. Okay. Um, I've done some research on it, and they have a technical service bulletin on it, but it has not resulted in a recall, unfortunately, because a lot of people are having the same issue. Okay. Um, well, the they're not all the same problem. Some okay. of them have okay. different issues causing the same result. Okay, okay. Um, the technical service bulletin is very specific. If you have this specific descriptive problem, yeah. then we think this will fix your problem. Yeah. So a technical service bulletin typically doesn't turn into a recall because a recall is usually a safety issue. Uh -huh. So it's not likely. Certainly a, a technical service bulletin should be read. But I, I can tell you, we've dealt with this. And, and it's really a matter of when the seat is in the relaxed position down, um, it's loaded, as you well know. So if you if you if you push the button, or if you slide the slide, or if you open up the apparatus, if you were to push down or raise up the seat, it will unlock. But it's loaded, so it's a matter of of unloading the latch because the latch is like a door latch. So uh, I think someone could go in there and adjust that a little better for you, or they could teach you. But what I want you to do is I want one hand on the release. And I want you to either apply pressure downward or upward or forward or backward. And I think you'll find that with a little bit of, of thought process and a little bit of time, you can figure out that that apparatus will work better if you do something with pressure. Because it's all mechanical. And so yeah. it's well, just... Well, you know, um, we've done that okay. and played with it. And I took the thing apart to the extent of... Uh, really disassembling the hinge assembly, which is a whole other operation. you got to almost take the seat out to do that. Um, I've taken the covers off and lubed it and tried to track the mechanism to the point where it kind of disappears behind the hinge. Um, 
And they do work, like you say, sometimes by kind of jiggling the seat a little bit with some tension on the release lever. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that helps, but it comes to a point sometimes that that thing will just lock up and and nothing you do, it feels like you'll break the cable, you know, it okay. probably would. All right, so, so real but, quick, real quick, when that happens, what do you do to alleviate the problem? Well, I've only been able to twice... Um, what they recommend doing in their TSB is to like put a knee in the back of the seat or in the front of the seat back. You're facing the seat uh, towards the rear. You put a yeah. put a knee up there and both hands on the top of the backrest and just kind of uh, wrestle that thing forward a little bit, flexing it. In other words, okay. Uh, right. And they say that can help to release the the cables or okay. the lock. Or something. All right, I, I you know I, I appreciate work. that you're doing that, and I appreciate that you have the technical service bulletin in front of you. But I haven't changed my mind that I I'm quite sure. I mean, we've taken seat cables and tied them in knots to make them tighter. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's those kinds of things. I don't know if I could fix it or anybody else can fix it, but I think what you're going to have to wait for is the technical service bulletin. If it lists new parts, that is your next step. If they say if you have no. this problem, then order this cable, this latch assembly, and what they're saying to you is, is there's a new redesigned and this should take care of that service problem. That's the only choice you got. So you can play with it some more. It sounds like you have the mechanical ability. You can play with it some more or just simply stay on top of that technical service bulletin and go from there. Got to run. Got to run. But thank you, Jay. Thank you. Tom, you're up next. How can I help you? Yes, uh, Mark. I yes. got a uh, 2013 uh, Ford F-150. Okay. When I top the tank off, uh, not every time, but a few times, I get a uh, pinging sound out of it when it's under a little bit of a load. Okay. It's, it sounds like a, you made the old gasoline ping. Right, right. That's exactly what it sounds like. And I've heard everywhere from change the spark plugs out to the knock sensor. Um, well, wait a minute. Let me ask you some questions. When you top the tank off, this creates that problem, and, and if you don't top the tank off, the, the problem is not there? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. I've never heard of that before in my life, and I want to tell you something. If you walked in my front counter and you said that, I wouldn't even know where to start because pinging would indicate a timing problem or a lean problem. Lean condition. So if you're stuffing the tank, then you're probably overcoming the evaporative system. You're actually aspirating more fuel because we're sucking the fumes off the tank, and in reality, you're stuffing the tank, so we're going to get liquid fuel. So that's a rich condition. So the the whole dichotomy doesn't work. It's a really strange uh, symptom and, and problem that you've got, and I can't answer your question. But here's what I do offer you. If you'd send me an email, mark at marksalem.com, I'd like to talk to you more. Give me your cell phone number, give me your phone number, and I'm going to call on my block cell phone number because they make me do that. But I'd like to talk to you about that more. I don't have enough time today. So mark at marksalem.com, you give me a call. Let me... Let me tell you real quick about Strictly Diesel. Strictly Diesel is a great place. They're a brand new shop on our list. Not a, They've been in long for long. They have a Better Business Bureau A-plus rating, and they're staffed by some of the best diesel techs in the business. They're dedicated to providing the best diesel service while getting the job done the first time. At Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, they are diehard diesel service, repair, and parts store. They work on both foreign and domestic-like diesels. They're located at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Phoenix, right around the corner from you. And they're open Monday through Friday, but you can go on their website and buy 
high-performance parts anytime you want. It's strictly diesel is the name is strictly diesel. That's kind of important. Nevertheless, thank you, Tom, oh, from Action you. Auto, seven your Saturday with me. The rest of you, you can use my email address as well, mark at marksalem.com. Send me a question. I'm going to have some answers, so you need to give me some way to communicate with you, and I'd rather talk to you than type. We'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.